reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. At this juncture in Luke's Gospel, Christ is well on his way to Jerusalem, where we know he will die on the cross for us. But dotted along this path, he leaves behind some essentials for his disciples. He challenges his disciples to grow in a sense to mature throughout this process. And tonight, he teaches them and us how to pray and why we pray. Prayer, simply put, is a relationship with God. St. Teresa of Avila says that prayer is a surge of the heart, a simple look towards heaven, a cry of recognition and of love. And this is the embodiment of what Christ says in today's gospel when he teaches the Our Father. Because Christ says we must begin by being in relationship with the Father. And then throughout as things unfold, we can understand the work of Christ we understand his effect in our life. We understand the importance of Christ in our life so that we ask for our daily bread, the bread of eternity, the Eucharist. Recognizing our need for forgiveness of sins, then we also acknowledge the need to forgive our neighbor. And in so doing, then, we continue on to ask God to accompany us even until the hour of our death. But Christ's lesson on prayer continues on and more in terms of the why. He addresses our fidelity to this relationship, to pray even when we feel as though he's not there, to be persistent when we don't feel like God is there. And in my own reflection on this, it brought me back to time way back in my life in car rides with mom and dad, to so the song that many of us know, you can't always get what you want, but if you spend some time, you just might find you get what you need. 
And I think this is the distinction that Christ is calling us to hone in on. Because you see in our struggle in the prayer life, we hold our intentions, we hold our wants, we hold our desires and our wishes as non-negotiables in a business deal with God. And so then it becomes difficult to maintain this relationship with God because our desires and our wants begin to fill the place of God's will in our life. But we are challenged, though, to grow then in this desire for God and a longing for God, not simply a want for his activity in our lives. And the example of Abraham from our first reading highlights this, because Abraham found himself debating with God in an effort to save the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. But really, the lesson that we get from this story is not that Abraham somehow changed God's mind, but rather the fact that Abraham himself was changed. Because in this effort, he acknowledged that the mission he was called to was aligning with the will of God. And in his debate, going from 50 to 40 to 30 and so on down to 10, he acknowledged then the mercy of God at work in his life. He recognized the capacity of God's love through his persistence in prayer. And so when we feel like we aren't changing God or the things that we're asking for aren't coming true, a good reminder for us are the words that St. Augustine left for us on this matter. He says, God doesn't always give us immediately what we ask for because he wants to stretch us. He wants to expand our desire, expand our heart, so as to receive the gift he truly wants to give us. You see, this means that we have to be persistent. Yet persistent for what? Persistent for the things that we want or persistent for the things that we need? Because both in the story of Abraham and the parable that Christ gives in today's gospel of the man who wants a loaf of bread for the visitor who's come to his house, in both of those stories, God shows us the difference between what we want and what we need. You see, God never promised us to give us what we want. God only promises the Holy Spirit. At the end of the Gospel tonight, he says, If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You see, it is the Holy Spirit who helps us to grow in virtue. The Holy Spirit who helps us to grow in fortitude amidst the struggles when the things we want don't come true. It is the Holy Spirit who floods our hearts, who draws us back to the love of God, that which we truly need. The Holy Spirit, then, is the one who grows our capacity to love, even amidst our struggles. Persistence in prayer, then, means persistence in living our vocation well, whether it be as husband or wife, whether it be as father or mother, whether it be simply as student or it be as priest or religious, whatever it is, Persistence in prayer means first and foremost living our vocation well. But it also means crying out to God amidst our sorrows and also our joys. Persistence in prayer means persistence in pursuing a relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. You see, my brothers and sisters, let us never fail in being persistent in pursuing a relationship with Christ. If the answer never comes the way that we want it to, Let us acknowledge the way that God is changing us throughout this process, the way that he is expanding our heart, so that instead of giving up, even after years of pursuing something we think is righteous, 
we may recognize that we have rather grown in a greater fidelity to God. We have grown in a greater capacity of love for the Lord and for his will. So today, may we recognize that God's desires for us to grow in greater relationship with him, not simply to want from him. If we are persistent, we won't necessarily get what we want, but we know that if we spend some time, we will find that God will give us what we need. Let us pray then for a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit who will expand our heart, our desire, our longing for the Lord, and so grant us a greater willingness to accept his will for our lives and those who are dear to us.